You're listening to the Inner Voyage Podcast with me, Mike, an American tennis professional and Medusadon, a spiritual author and doctor from India. From completely different backgrounds, we've come together to talk about a wide range of topics. Medusadon's spiritual wisdom combined with my experience from the tennis door give the listener two completely different perspectives. The Inner Voyage begins now. Hello guys, welcome to our next episode of The Inner Voyage. Today we talk about change. Uh, So as you all know, change is the only constant. The universe moves around change and change is that driving force that keeps the nature intact. So before we jump into the topic of change, uh, I would like to ask Mike, uh, how have you been uh, this week and uh, what are the changes that you've experienced ever since we've started this podcast? Well, this is going to be a fun episode because there's a lot of change happening in the world right now, obviously with the pandemic. Um, and for me personally, I've been home most of the year and that's totally different. I'm usually on tour playing week to week and traveling the world. So I've been home and had a routine. And so that's been a huge change. I've also had a baby boy and that's flipped my world upside down. It's my first baby. So all my priorities have shifted, you know, I'm making sure he's safe and happy. I'm not worried about myself so much anymore. And then there's, uh, another huge change that I've had take place in my life is I've, uh, retired from tennis. And so now I'm entering that, that next chapter, which is kind of an uncharted territory. And so I'm, I'm leaving the safe bubble of, of the tennis world. And so my question for you, Medusadon, is um, how do I move into this next chapter without fearing change and resisting change? Oh, yeah, well, definitely, Mike. I mean, it's a great year for you. And uh, I think every one of us, uh, we're going through a major change. And I'm glad uh, you asked this question. Uh, So our mind uh, hates uncertainty. I mean, it wants everything to be crystal clear in front of it and absolute uh, light and no darkness. Whereas uh, spirituality uh, talks about embracing that darkness, embracing that uncertainty, because uh, that's when spirituality knows that uh, whenever there is this uncertainty, that means your mind isn't working. And that is the time when you are in sync with the universe, because you are in sync with the universal plan, the higher intelligence that is uh, way beyond your imagination. And it's taking you in that smooth boat, which which may ultimately lead to your life's purpose. So that is one way of uh, looking at change where we, we mustn't fear it, but rather embrace it. Like, you know, if, if the caterpillar feared change while he was getting into the cocoon and having that transformation, he would never end up becoming a butterfly. Similarly, you know, if the seed uh, feared change, uh, it would never become a tree. So change is the constant that, uh, it, you know, metamorphoses or rather transforms every living or non-living thing on this planet. And uh, it, it should be embraced as that's when the universal plan is working with you. Uh, now on the philosophical side of it, uh, there was these, uh, there was a school of philosophy called the cynics uh, where uh, they invited change in their lives. So as they knew that uh, anything that didn't change would just rotten, uh, like for example, any, any, be it anything for that matter. So, uh, you know, it, it gets stale over time. So what they used to do is uh, they had this uh, used to go in the marketplaces and and shout uh, loudly that you know God has died 
and we need to rethink about God. Uh, we need to find new God. So what they were trying to do is uh, basically like, you know, your old uh, thinkings or maybe your old beliefs have expired and they, they may or may not uh, be conducive for the uh, new world order or the so-called uh, evolving society. So you need to rethink about these things as well. So that, that's what uh, this one school of philosophy talks about. And now finally, when we move to science, I mean, science too talks about change. It, uh, uh, you know, uh, after a certain period of time, if you're doing the same habits daily, your, your mind stops, uh, developing. You know, you're not developing new neuronal pathways and, uh, it sort of leads to stagnation because you're, uh, you're repeating yourself. So now this time is where you're not doing those regular activities and you're, you know, trying to challenge the mind to do new things. That's when, uh, the neurons are firing. Uh, to new pathways and uh, so it, it also you know even science is supporting change accumulatively when you talk about science you talk about philosophy or spirituality everyone favors change but it's only the human mind that I, I would call the reptilian mind uh, <laughs> as a part of ours that uh, you know fears this uh, beautiful phenomena and which which uh, should be embraced I feel in true sense as that's where the treasure lies that's where the new stuff lies and that's what life's experiences are all about well uh, let me ask you a question on this uh, so you know uh, you when you play your matches, you, you know, travel to new lands, I would say, uh, new um, areas, new courts, and maybe use a new racket, uh, you know, experience new players. So there is a sort of a constant change that is, you know, happening in your life. And how do you deal with that? Because uh, somewhere I feel that uh, that's really fast. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like w one match after the other. And there are new players, so you, you don't know what to do, what, what not to do. So how is your mindset there and how do you, uh, you know, embrace that change? Because that will help us in our lives as well. That's a great question because I think adaptation to changing conditions is, is huge, especially in my profession where, you know, we'll be playing in Paris on clay courts and then two weeks later we'll be playing in London on grass courts and clay and grass are almost like night and day. The surfaces provide completely different challenges you know, a clay court, the balls are bouncing really slow and they're higher bouncing. You have to play with a lot of variety. Um, and then on grass, it's more of an aggressive game where the ball bounces low and it's quicker. You're using more of your legs. You have to get down lower. And so you have to prepare your body, your mind, your game for these completely different surfaces. And so if you're resisting uh, <laughs> this and you're trying to stay the same and play the same, um, that's that's not going to be very great because you're you're not going to win, and so I, I also think that you have to always keep changing and, and improving because the game of tennis is moving forward rapidly. Players are getting stronger and faster. Technology is evolving, um, and so if you uh, stay too rigid and you want to, you know, play the same all the time, um, and you're not listening to your coaches and you're not uh, evolving, then you're going to get lost in, in the pack. You know, the game will pass you by. You won't have a job. It's very competitive. It's a worldwide sport and you won't be playing very long. So you have to keep uh, an open mind to change and, and kind of flow with it. Because I know that uh, Bob and I, we finished at the top of the world in 03. 
um, and we're a great team, but we've improved significantly. The game's a lot tougher, and if we were playing the exact same as we did in 03 that, you know, as we are today, uh, I don't think we'd be in the top 50 in the, or top 100 in the world. So luckily, we've made the correct changes to keep improving. But my question for you, how do you know that change will only lead to good? Yeah, being psychic has uh, helped me get deeper into uh, the root cause of things. Uh, however, you don't need to be a psychic uh, to get there. I mean, a simple uh, history or say science lesson would be enough to understand this phenomena. Uh, to quote, you know, like uh, our human body, uh, as per science, it uh, every single cell in our body changes completely in uh, the, in seven to ten years which basically re, uh, renews our body uh, after this uh, interval. Now, when why does that do that? Because, you know, it's common sense that if it didn't do that, then our body would uh, lead to the development of cancerous cells and uh, slowly degrade. So uh, as we are developing cancer cells every, uh, every day, here the development of the cancer cell is also part of change. So, you know, in this process, if you see, you might feel that change is bad because you're, hey, I got cancer now. But then once the body re-goes through the change process, ultimately, you're out with a new body. I mean, a, a new uh, being. So, change is then definitely good out there as well. Uh, now, when we come to the other aspect of uh, the species or the Darwin theory of the survival of the fittest, I mean, uh, that also talks about, uh, you know, the, the species that adapted and uh, changed the most uh, is the one to survive. As the rats, we know, you know, they were huge. And now, due to their rate of survival, they are very small now because that that's help, helps them adapt and change to the environment. So that is one aspect. And now when we go to history, uh, again, we have uh, the dynasties, uh, you know, falling down apart like milk. Uh, just because uh, they couldn't uh, adapt or change to the new ammunitions, to the new laws, to the new world order, to the, the so-called democracy that was coming up. So that is, uh, sums up, you know, where you say history or you say science. I mean, all fields of knowledge or wisdom all talk about change because that is where the treasure is. Great points. I feel a perspective shift as you're speaking. Likewise, Mike. Uh, by the way, uh, I don't interact with uh, many people, but I'm sure you do that. Uh, so I would like to ask you, like, uh, how do you deal with the change in the people that meet you, you know, your near and dear ones when they change completely? How is your reaction towards them and how do you deal with that? Yeah, well, my close-knit family and friends are so near and dear to me. And I always welcome change in their lives and I want them to keep expanding their minds, expanding their horizons and move into different fields if they really want to and take on new challenges and become the best people they can be. And so I'm open and receptive to any changes that they want to make. And if they happen to be going through a time in their life that can be viewed as a hardship or a change that provides a little struggle, say a health issue or, you know, a personal issue in their lives where they need support, I'll always be there. And I hope they do the same for me. Uh, you actually can find out who your true friends are when you have issues in your life. Say you have some success and some people might treat you nicer. 
but when you have uh, a period of struggle, they might not be there for you. So the friends that really have your back through the ups and the downs and can welcome change into your life and, and help in any way they can to keep you improving are your true friends. Yeah, that's very true. I agree. But now looking back on our discussion, it feels like there are so many dimensions and aspects of change and it's a natural part of life and it's going on at all times. Um, so I think now I can look at change with a clearer vision that I think all change um, can be looked at as positive, even though we don't want to see our loved ones getting older and, and um, withering away or uh, a career coming to an end. All these things have to happen and they inevitably will happen. So once we realize that we aren't really our bodies, we aren't our careers, we aren't our experiences, we are much deeper than that, I think we can carry this into our lives and uh, be healthier and happier. That is so true and beautiful. I think we have a good conclusion now. Yeah, and with that said, I think let's wrap up this episode, but I'm definitely more well off after having this discussion. I can apply uh, this understanding into my everyday life and not be scared of change, not be scared that my career as a tennis professional is coming to an end. And now I'm excited for this new adventure to see where it goes. Yes, absolutely. The butterfly is beautiful only because the caterpillar was brave. So, you know, whenever change approaches us, all we can do is embrace it with a gentle smile. Well, thank you as always, Medusanon. It is a pleasure and an honor learning from you. And I can't wait for the next episode. See you soon, bud.